Hey guys, Tom Ulrich and Sean Quigley here from the podcast What's Going On Here? You can find us on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and TuneIn. And to get in touch with us, uh, just go to our Facebook page and leave a message or email us at what's going on here podcast at gmail.com. Thanks for listening, guys. And welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of What's Going On Here. My name is Tom Lubrick, and as always, I have with me the man, the myth, the legend, the hitman of Lodi, or so they call him in certain circles. I don't know what circles they are. Papa Quig, the Lord Marshal himself, Mr. Sean Quigley. Sir, uh, how are you? I'm pretty good. Pretty good. Pretty good? You're feeling pretty good? What? what, what <laughs> I'm trying out a new thing. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that oddly to me, and uh, yeah. judge me for what my mind is. That to me sounded like you're trying to do John Wayne meets. Uh, 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 um, oh crap! I, I, what is with me today? I'm re- losing everybody's names. Like, was that like a facia? What do they call that when you can't remember names? No, I, I think no. I think it's called Alzheimer's. Is oh. what it's <laughs> I. I it, that accent was almost like Wayne meets Christopher Walken. John Wayne oh, meets Christopher Walken. Well, like, well there, Pilgrim. Now, well, that's my radio voice. <laughs> with a little bit of Shatner thrown in with the pause there. <laughs> if I do the spark. It's just like all these like pregnant... We'll be back from commercial. <laughs> that's right. Later. <laughs> in a moment <laughs> yeah exactly okay folks so real quick recap here uh if you haven't seen our show um we use or i haven't heard our show i should say uh we usually watch a tv show or movie that few people have seen or heard of uh more more often than not they're foreign language we watch the middle 20 minutes we turn off all subtitles all dubbing and we try to figure out what's going on here at the same time, we review a local eatery and local brews whenever possible, and um, that's what we do. However, we're in the midst of a multi-episode arc. I think this is like the sixth episode that we're doing this, mm-hmm. where in honor of the final four, the NCAA brackets, we made our own brackets, and we're calling it the What's Going On Here Best Tournament. This is the 2018 Best Tournament, and we decided as our subject of our brackets to be superhero movies. We are currently um, determining third, second round battles. So who's going to go on to the third round? Uh, we have on the last episode figured out the third round for the Manhattan bracket and the Wakanda bracket. If you're wondering what the hell these brackets are, what they look like, uh, you can down, you can go on our Facebook page or on our Twitter feed, and we have printouts of what the brackets look like. We had to have an adjustment last uh, time, which we did. Where we had to plug in Thor Ragnarok because of a uh, editing issue. It wasn't invo- included in the original bracket, which was my bad, and I kind of fessed up to it. Or was it that PA? It's it's those PAs. Damn it, they didn't. Ah, oh, those, those PAs. damn PAs. I think it was Drunken Connolly again, like He's, was doing the bracket. God damn, we should just go back to those unpaid internships. <laughs> that's right. That we're doing at the beginning. <laughs> so, Where's Pedro? Get Pedro back in here. That's right. So so we are doing the tournament right now, and. Our drinks and our uh, food. Um, we are going to review uh, Parisi's Deli, which we did in the last episode also. But now we're having we're enjoying their beef empanadas, which we're going to partake in. And our beer for the day, which is pretty much the star of the show. We just talk, but the beer is really the star. Um, 
is Double Bag, Double Alt Beer by Long Trail Brewing Company out of Bridgewater Corners, Vermont. Oh. This is an alt beer, 7.2% ABV and 39 IBUs. I will open that and pass one to you, sir. Yes, that's right. And then I'll open one for myself. That satisfying sound. All right, my friend, let's get this show started. Cheers. Cheers. A little clinky clink. There we go. Cheers to you folks listening at home or in the car or wherever. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Ooh. A little bit sweet. Huh. Yeah, it is. It almost tastes a bit like a wheat beer to me. Almost. That might be what an old beer is. Maybe it is. I can't tell with the bottle. No, it's uh, th- this double alt features a complex malt profile, and is and at seven point two alcohol by volume is one worth milking. Longtrail.com. Okay, which reminds me a little bit of Blue Moon. That's why I said that. But. <sighs> Sorta. Blue Moon doesn't have nearly this much flavor, though, in, in my opinion. Mm. It's a Blue Moon is. I shouldn't say that. Blue Moon is citrusier. Mm. This one. This one's a little bit. Like this one's a little maltier. Huh. Yeah, I guess it is. Nice. Interesting. Easy, easy to drink. You wouldn't think it was a seven point two. No, 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 I tell you wouldn't. No. Yeah, mm. goes down real easy. All right. Ah, so we're gonna be munching on these lovely looking empanadas too. Well, let's see. Hmm. So. You start off on the Gotham bracket. Yeah, why not? Continue with the left to right. Left to right. All right. So in the, let's start with the Gotham bracket. You're right. We have the Dark Knight versus Batman Begins, Iron Man versus Spider Man Homecoming, Batman the 1989 one versus Guardians of the Galaxy two, and Captain America the First Avenger versus Wonder Woman. That's the Gotham bracket. Okay. Dark Knight versus Batman Begins. That to me. Easy pick. Easy, as a it's like made to be compared because they literally the you know the, the beginning the and first and the second of a yeah. trilogy. So yeah. easy, easy. And uh, again, like we've already said in the past, with uh, what was it, Spider Man saying that maybe it's one of the best sequels ever. Yes, I think this, this is, is probably true. the best sequel in the superhero world when you consider just how strong it is. Yes, as a second film, it's and yeah. and. and, and Beyond superhero films, yeah. right. and you know what's this so funny? Oscar-winning I mean, film. Uh, 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 until you just said it, yeah. I never even considered the Dark Knight a, a proper sequel. Yeah, because when you said it, it was like this is a sequel, and I was just like, oh yeah, it kind of it was the middle of a trilogy, so you would And I'm like, yeah, this is. I mean, so uh, in my mind, the top three is probably this number one, and I'll say. I'll say Empire Strikes Back, and then Temple of Doom. What? (laughs) (laughs) Temple of what? (laughs) Yeah, that was right. Although you know what? Back to the Future Part Two. Everyone shits on Temple of Doom. I thoroughly every time it's on TV, I watch it. I thoroughly enjoy it. No, me too. I really enjoy it as well. I actually really enjoy it. I, I, it's actually the most recent one I watched. And out of the three, it's the one I'd most likely sit down and watch if it's just on TV and I've missed. It's what I did the other day. I'd missed the first 
have a, I missed the setup. They had just reached the palace, mm-hmm. you know, and I'm like, I'm gonna watch it. And I watched to the end, mm-hmm. um, and uh, I wouldn't do that with the other two. I don't think because I would feel, che- especially with the first one. Wait a minute, you wouldn't do that because you missed the beginning of it? Or? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I feel oh too God. much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Last Crusade, I wouldn't do it with because I, I, I just love that film so much. That, that was my favorite, my favorite film as yeah. a kid. Yeah, and I'd want to watch it from the beginning. I'd be like, no, I want to watch it from the beginning. Mm-hmm. And Raiders, I wouldn't do it because I think it's so, I think it's just so atmospheric. Again, I feel if you don't watch it from the beginning, it's like, oh, so we've just, what, you know, lights up and we're in the desert and someone's digging a hole. Like, it's a little kind of like, if you haven't watched the whole thing it's a I don't know I just as a whole piece Raiders is great mm-hmm. if you take isolated scenes that are iconic scenes but mm-hmm. I think it needs the whole thing Last Crusade again I just want to watch it from beginning to end because I love it but Temple of Doom I think works at sequence there are just really good parts that are cool you know the car chase is cool yeah. the whole eating monkey brains yeah, 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 uh, yeah, yeah. it's cool the Kalima all these set pieces are cool the bridge at the, mm-hmm. the end is cool obviously the beginning of uh, Obi-Wan's is cool there's enough set pieces that I can like watch it in the isolation that's true um, a lot of people have problems with it though but. of the three Temple of Doom is almost like 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 an anthology, like of comic short comic stories. Yeah, it really is like a comic. You can see it because like, like, like I said, at first it's the it's the it's the uh, nightclub scene, right, and that whole thing going into a car chase, and then they're fine, and they get on the plane, and it's the whole plane crashing and just getting to the village. Yeah, and then it's like you could sort of kind of have the village the the scene through the jungle getting to the to the. Uh, uh, um, the castle temple a, a, as its own little comic book and then everything happening in the temple yeah. as its own little comic so yeah you're right it, it could almost be split up if it was if, some, if they made like three TV shows that kind of led to The Last Crusade that would have been great because it was just like boop, 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 you could kind of plug and pull yeah. and in fact I mean almost you could almost take them out of order yeah like that initial scene where, where they're in the nightclub, you can just plug and play that anywhere. Yeah. You know, with the exception of, I guess, Willie showing up in India with them at the same time or whatever. But, you know, if it was, you could just insert different female character and that could be taken out of order just fine because it's completely self-contained. Because there's nothing in that that, you know, carries over to plot-wise. You know, character-wise, sure, Short Round is there. Sure, Willie's there. But yeah. nothing, yeah. Oh, that's true. I think also, if we're talking about sequels, I mean, you, I think Terminator 2, I think, is another one that's... Oh, that's right. I forgot about Terminator. Yeah, Terminator 2 is also one of those that's better than the original. Mm. The concept of the original was just fantastic. Oh, but then, you know what? Aliens 2? Aliens? Mm. Uh, I should say Aliens as well. That, to me, is just fantastic. But it, that one also kind of changed the genre a bit, where it went from being this, like, horror thriller sci-fi to an action movie. Yeah. So... I, uh, yeah, Dark Knight definitely up there. So that, that's an easy choice. All right, now it's Iron Man versus Spider Man Homecoming. This is to me is almost easy. E- even though I enjoyed Spider again, and I said this on the last uh, uh, episode, Spider Man to me is suffering from the fact that I haven't seen it multiple times. Mm. A lot of these I, I've seen, ton- you know, I've seen Iron Man 
easily a dozen times, you know. Um, Spider-Man so far, I've only seen it in the theater, mm-hmm. you know. It was good. There were parts of it that I really loved. There were parts of it that I didn't like. Again, I think they're underselling the fact how brilliant he is because they gave him a sidekick that has to figure out the computer for him, which I'm just like, that's... And he has a computerized suit. Well, yeah, with that whole thing. I love the fact that Aunt May is hot and everybody hits on her and gives her free stuff. I think that's a great little twist. Just fantastic, you know. And I think Marissa Tomei just plays that wonderfully. Yeah. Um, I loved the twist they had. For those of you who haven't seen it, spoiler alert, turn off the episode now, where he comes to the house for the prom date. And Michael Keaton opens up the door. I did not, I totally did not see that coming. That was a really good setup. I thought him as a bad guy was a great setup with a post 9 11. Yeah. I thought it was a good. Really good. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, That being said, Iron Man was just. Yeah, Yeah, it completely started the Marvel Universe. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I mean, like we said, the first first Spider Man kind of gave Marvel Universe legs, as in. This is what your stories could do in the cinematic universe. Mm. And it's almost silly. Like between, you know, Game of Thrones and, and and this now from the comic book pages, there are so many just great novels and TV shows. That, you know, and even like if you go into the different genres, like the Bourne trilogy and all of that, there are so many just great books. You got the CGI. You got the... There are so many talents. That you don't have to keep re- re- recycling the same actors in all the freaking roles. There are so many talented people out there. Just find them. You know, just, just hold the freaking auditions. That's that's what your job is. And, you know, between Stars and Showtime and HBO and Hulu and Netflix and Amazon Prime, so many great stories to be told still. Yeah. You know, and fine, do it like Games of Thrones did it. If the series isn't done, you know, change a couple of things here and there. Make things a little bit more interesting. Yeah. Great. I have no problems with it. It's, you know, as long as the story's still interesting. If you're just doing it for gimmicks... Then it sucks, but I mean, if, if it's making the story more interesting, sure, go for it. So that being said, Iron Man, just the whole, the, the scene in the cave, the whole, uh, uh, what's the, what was the character's name that basically uh, uh, attached a car battery to him? Um, um, I don't remember. I can't remember. Hell, I don't remember any of the actors today, let alone <laughs> the character. But anyway... Iron Man was the one that really just put it on the map. Yeah. Great villain. I, I, yeah, I always forget that. Jeff Bridges was a fantastic villain. Mm-hmm. Really, really good. Um, so much, like, with, with the whole, like, industrial bad guy kind of stuff, like, more of a corporate intrigue than anything. He was great. I totally forget about that. Yeah. No, he was Because they're always like, oh, it's this one-dimensional villain. He was very good villain. I didn't yeah. think he was one-dimensional at all, actually. Yeah. I mean, the whole fact that he's like basically his mentor and, and all of that. I thought that was really nice. So, I mean, I'm picking Iron Man here. I know it's a... Uh, what do you think? I agree. Okay. Um, and it was... And what's his name directed the original Iron Man? Um, Happy. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, John Favreau. John Favreau directed it, yeah. Yes, yes, that's right. Job. That's right. He um, and he effectively got a sideways promotion out of it in that they didn't let him direct any of the others. Kept him as an actor, but then Disney gave him the Jungle Book, right? That was huge, and now he's got this whole other franchise that he's behind of the 
live action films and he's now doing The Lion King. He's yeah. going to make way more money doing well, that. Well, not only that, I mean, that opened the door for him. He, he, he started doing the Shannara Chronicles, which was like on MTV or something. The Shannara books, if you've never read them, are excellent, excellent books. You, oh, they you are? Probably, you're very good. Someone tried to give my wife, Emily, a free one of these books mm-hmm. on the street, and she was like throwing it back at them so that not to take it. It was when they first did the... Um, <laughs> when they first did the, the MTV show came out, we're in the city, we're in yeah. like the village area. And um, no, we were by Union Square. Uh, no, cross that again. We're at Lincoln Center. Okay. Got there eventually. And uh, they were it's part of the MTV thing. Someone just came up to on the street and said, Hey, do you like books? And she was like, Yeah. She's like, Do you want a free book? She was like, Okay. And they're like, Oh, we're the part of the Shannara Chronicles. It's a new uh, teen show and thing. And, and she was like, Okay. And she was like, This doesn't sound good. And they're like, Yeah, we can give you this free book now and we'll give you a bag to take it home with. All we need you to do is we just want you to, in front of us, go on your Facebook. And follow us and share our link on your Facebook, <sighs> and then we'll give you a free book for it. And she was like, "No, <laughs> no way, I'm doing that." I wouldn't. You know what? No, no. And that's the new way of doing it now. You they actually come out in the street, and they were like, "We'll give you this free thing, but first, we want to look over your shoulder they, and why you like they, us on they've Facebook." Been, they've been doing that forever with the receipts. If you go to like a McDonald's or something, and it's just yeah. like, "Oh, fill out our survey, and we'll give you free fries next time you come in." Oh, well, that sounds like a no-brainer. Let me go home and fill. And then you open up the server. Could you give us your social security and your address and your emails and your phone numbers? And what? No, I can't. Fuck off. You know, I'll give you a review if you want to, but I'm not giving you all that fucking info. No. You know, I'll give you my landline. There you go. Have that, you know. <laughs> Emily's really paranoid about that stuff. I'm not at all. I give everybody everything. <laughs> I'm like, fuck it, guys. I've been in this country three years. My paper trail is not that long. You can have everything you want. See how much you get. Not much. I only just got a credit rating for the first time at the age of 29. <laughs> nice. <laughs> okay. So that Iron Man goes on there. Our next battle is Batman, the 1989, versus Guardians of the Galaxy 2. Uh, hmm. This is sort of tough. Yeah, this is a probably... Yeah, this is a tough one. Um, this is a tough one, because, again, Batman was so well done. Um, Nicholson was very good as the Joker. Uh-huh. I liked his take on the Joker. Um, since Superman, there hasn't been anything like it. And again, Tim Burton kind of took it like the whole dark, very goth, the whole thing. If anything, it was like, why is Michael Keaton... Like Batman, he's not a particularly big guy. You know, he's not, he wasn't as big as he should have been. He's not as dashing as he should have been. You know, like when people think Bruce Wayne, they think John Hamm. Yeah. You know, that's the person people think of when they think Bruce Wayne. Or at least Beetle- I do. They don't think Beetlejuice. <laughs> right, right. They don't think Beetlejuice, right. I mean, he's a good villain. He's a good vulture. He's yeah. a great vulture. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I, it's one of those funny things I didn't actually even realize until recently when I was looking at that. The heights of them, you're saying about heights. I was looking at something, what was it? Oh, someone was talking about how big Ben Affleck is, and people don't realize mm-hmm. he's a big guy. He's mm-hmm. like 6'4 or something, mm-hmm. weirdly tall. And, yeah, uh, he's huge. Yeah. Christian Bale is like 6'1 or something. Oh, I don't know, maybe he's not. I, I think he's 6'2. Christian um, Bale is. I think Bale is 6'2. I think Affleck is 6'3, 6'4. Val Kilmer is like 6'1. Is he that tall? I didn't think he was that tall. Oh, maybe not. Maybe I got that wrong. But Keaton's very small compared to the rest. He's like 5'8". Yeah, 5'9". Yeah, yeah, 5'8", 5'9", something like that. Something like that. Yeah, um, yeah. Which is weirdly... Which is like, oh, that is an interesting choice. For a superhero. <laughs> Who in the comic books is supposed to be like 6'2", 6'3". Yeah, and the only reason he got that is obviously because of off the back of uh, Beetlejuice. Yeah. Tim Burton being a big fan of his... Uh, 
is Beetlejuicy. Which yeah. <laughs> he's very good. Oh, no, Kilmer's six foot. Okay. Six foot. Okay. Six foot. What about uh, Clooney? He's probably about oh, there. Oh, yeah. Clooney's about, about Clooney. six foot. He's probably... Six one. Uh, yeah. He, mm, I don't know. No, 5'11". 5'11", Clooney. He's 5'11". Brad Pitt is 5'11". Okay. Matt Damon's 5'10". Okay. They're all like... Oh, I was... DiCaprio uh, you know, is six foot. DiCaprio's taller than all of them. I was going to say, I always thought Damon was a lot shorter, but that's because Affleck is so freaking tall, mm. and they were always together, and so you would thought like, oh... Affleck is six feet tall and Damon is like five foot six, yeah. but no, he's five foot ten mm. and this dude's six four. So yeah, okay. I I actually the first time I realized Ben Affleck was huge, he was dating Jennifer Lopez and he was in one of her music videos. And they were like on a yacht together and he like kinda picks her up off like this thing and brings her down and I'm just like <laughs> and like it, like you know, when you see like the gorilla arms go up, I was like, holy <laughs> shit, Ben Affleck is freaking huge. And so I was like, okay, got it. Yeah. All right, so I would give this one to Batman. I would as well. Guardians Two was a bit disappointing. Um, it, it was a little bit. It was a little bit, and, and it I was didn't do anything of, new. I mean, just they didn't do the anything wheel. new. They kind of had Kurt. Ru- they made Kurt Russell a little one-dimensional. They really didn't do enough with him, which I was upset about because it's Kurt fucking Russell. Oh yeah, you could do shit with Kurt Russell. Oh yeah, he's got. Fanboy points, all absolutely, over all over. Yeah, Snake Plissken and like oh, Big Trouble in China. Oh like. my God! Yeah, the thing, uh, it. Uh, uh, yeah. No, no, not it. Sorry, the thing. I'm, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, Batman. I'm giving this one to Batman. Yeah. No, I give that as well. And I think with Guardians, you could tell watching it that they're almost biding their time for Infinity War. Yes. They're waiting for that before they did any. Yeah, serious. Too interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There's like, <laughs> let's add a new person to the crew. So they got Mantis now, you know, and that kind of stuff. Yeah. And Thor Ragnarok did a better job of that kind of thing. Than spacey thing. Yeah, yeah. Of that yeah. spacey, funny thing. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's the thing. Guardians already did that in the first one. Hmm. And, and well, well, it's like you said, they already did everything kind of. So in the second one, it was just like, well, you guys already did this. This is kind of boring, yeah. you know, so... But anyway, all right, and the last one in the Gotham bracket is Captain America, the first Avenger versus Wonder Woman. This is interesting. I've not seen Be- Wonder Woman. Uh, You've never seen Wonder Woman. That's right, you, si- you, you still haven't. No, still haven't. What the hell is wrong with you? I will see it, because it's now on, uh, it's on uh, one of the streaming things I have. Okay, good. And you have to, you have, to have little Nina watch it with her so she can yeah. become an Amazon warrior. Yeah. <laughs> yes. But this is interesting, because not through any planning or whatever... I mean, when I was doing it, I was doing it from a list online, the, the rankings from domestic box office, and I just went, you know, started at the top and moved over to the, to, to the right and then down and left and kind of did, you know, yeah. so one, two, three, four are the one seeds, what, uh, five, six, seven, eight are the two seeds, et cetera, et cetera. And the fact that it ended up that the first Avenger is facing Wonder Woman, completely two period pieces, really. Yeah. One's World War II, one's World War One. It, it's kind of like, oh, Okay. This is kind yeah. of odd. Um, this is a tough one, actually. I really enjoyed Wonder Woman. I thought they did a really good job with Wonder Woman. Chris Pine, I thought, was very good in it. He was kind of Chris Pine, but um, I have to like see some of his other movies because he's starting to come across almost like, no, you're now you're Chris Pine, the movie star. It's almost like the De Niro thing or, or the Sean Connery thing. Yeah. It was one of the comedians was saying, so like, Hello, I'm Sean Connery, and I'm an Irish flatfoot in Chicago. And hello, I'm Sean Connery, 
and I'm a Spanish metallurgist in Scotland. And, you know, it's like everything he was in is Sean Connery, which, which is one of the reasons why I loved The Last Crusade so much. Because mm-hmm. yeah, to yeah. me, that was like such a different take on Sean Connery. And, you know, almost like a little doddering disciplinarian. I mean, I, I thought he was brilliant. I thought he was... That, to me, is... Was he nominated for anything for that? No. He should have been. No. They don't touch those sorts of films. No. And, in fact, the fact that... Uh, what was the one um, at the recent Oscars that there were... Uh, oh! Uh, 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 water. Uh, uh, Shape of Water? Shape of Water. Like, that's the first time a movie like that was ever nominated for anything. Mm. Or at least in recent memory, you know? Yeah, fancy, they're not a big fan of... Of of any kind of sci-fi anything, yeah. Until, really, until Schindler's List, they didn't really touch Spielberg. No, no. We're all right. Yeah, yeah. Which is crazy when you think about that. I mean, like, Jaws? Like, come on. Yeah. They're like, nah, box it. They were like, that's popcorn fluff. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's, I was just looking up. Uh, there's a film, Hell or High Water, came out a couple of years ago. Yes, I wanted to see that. Chris Pine was really good in that, and yes. very different from what he usually does. Yes, yes, yes. I wanted to see that. That that was actually on my radar. Yeah, and Jeff Bridges, good film. So, the first Avenger, and this is interesting too. The first Avenger is a ten seed, and Wonder Woman's a two seed in terms of money. Um, I mean, I'd be happy to edge it to Wonder Woman, even though I've not seen it, just because. Like I said, we already had this conversation with Captain America and the Winter Soldier. We said, you know, we we preferred it, we put it through. He, I mean, Captain America was good though. It was a, it was a very good origin story, and it was a lot better than it should have been. Um, it's I I almost want to give the edge actually to Captain America. Okay. Because there are certain things. There are certain when you consider the media machine behind them as well. Wonder Woman had such a huge yes yeah marketing yeah. media campaign yes, behind it, and it was a lot of expectations. And the thing was, it lived up to the expectations. I, like yeah. I said, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was a very good movie. Um, there were a couple of things early on in the movie, the way she played it, I thought was a little bit kind of like, huh? I, I didn't think she she I didn't think the 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 um, direction and whether this was her choice or the director or whoever did it, I, in terms of the character, I don't think the character that's where the character would be. But you know what? That's open to interpretation, so that's neither right nor wrong. I yeah. just that that's my opinion on it. Um, in terms of the romantic interest, I thought it was well done. I thought Captain America was done better. Well, I I like I loved Captain America. So I I thought it was done better. And I've not seen Wonder Woman. I um, again, Wonder Woman. This is one of those that it's not benefiting from the fact that I haven't seen it. You know. Mm. A half dozen, dozen times, like I did Captain America. I would give the edge to the first Avenger. I really would. This is a tough one, but I would give it to the first Avenger. Okay, I can agree with that. I mean, I I I thought the villain wasn't nearly as good, and Hugo Weaving is is, Hugo Weaving to me is right up there with Andy Serkis. Mm. At this point, he can do no wrong. Yeah, yeah. I have yet to see him do something badly. Yeah, yeah. He's very good. So um, he basically carried those Matrix films, those sequels as well. Like, oh god, god! The second without one, him, it would have been almost unwatchable. The, the second one was just pure garbage. The third one, actually, I got behind, and then at the end, I was just like, "What?" Mm-hmm. Kind of. <laughs> this one was kind of like, 
The third one was, well, no, I'm not going to compare it to Watchmen because Watchmen was a bit much better overall than the third Matrix. But yeah, it was just, you're right, without Hugo Weaving, it, it's just going nowhere. Yeah. It's just going nowhere. It's the strength of his villain that carried those two sequels. Yeah. You know, and no, no, nothing against Keanu Reeves or the way he played it or, or uh, Larry Fishburne, the way they, you know, it wasn't that. It was just like the story was just disjointed, especially the second one. The second one was just, what, what's happening? What's happening in that film, I think I said this before in the last podcast, is I can see where the producers of the film have gone, wow, in that first film, you've entered into the cultural zeitgeist from people not even seeing this film. Right. People who have not seen this film, who are not into sci-fi films, yeah. have not seen it, yeah. but they're behind what you've done because they've seen all the parodies and spoofs and the spots of the bullet time yeah. and the floating backwards yeah. and the yeah. and the jumping through the air with the guns. Yeah. They've seen that yeah. and they think they love that, yeah. but they haven't seen the film or a couple of them have seen it and gone, oh, I didn't get it, but I loved all that other stuff. Yeah. And they're saying, look, we're going to give you all this money, but give us more of that stuff. Yeah. We just want more of an action film. Yeah. And it's kind of what they did. It was just like a series of like, action set pieces with like really no narrative point it was a lot of back and forth with like Monica Bellucci and then we kept going back to like this mansion and yeah. up and back just for the sake of like another set piece yeah and I, I feel I feel it's so it I don't know why Hollywood does that they love to throw Monica Bellucci in there as as just eye candy because quite yeah. frankly <sighs> she's stunning yeah. to me like everyone always goes like Sophia Loren, and they go, like, if you ask me, the best-looking Italian actress to come out of Italy is Monica Bellucci, like, hands down. Yeah. I think she's just like, oh, my God. I'll watch her full laundry, because she's, <laughs> you know. But but you're right. It's, it's, it, it was just so, it was so bizarre. Like, the first one was so great, and it was, you know, we talked about, like, the best sequels. One of the worst sequels it has to be Matrix 2. Yeah. It, but I mean, I would definitely give the edge to Captain America. I think story-wise, it was just so much better. There was a, like there was a Doctor, the tragedy of the Doctor. The romantic interest was better. You know, the ending I thought was better done. Like Wonder Woman was just that little bit all just fell short behind it. I think not like terribly, but I think they just still the best DC film. From oh, oh without well, Dark Knight. Oh, I mean, of the the new the, DC the new universe. cross, yeah, yeah, yeah. The I mean, I don't even consider that to be anything to do with DC. To me, that is just Christopher Nolan being a great director. Yeah, yeah, getting to do his thing. So we're going with the first Avenger. Yeah. All right. All right. So that's that's the Gotham bracket. Then we have the Dark Knight, Iron Man, Batman, and Captain America: The First Avenger. Now the Metropolis bracket. We have Avengers: Age of Ultron versus Ant Man, Thor: Ragnarok versus Watchmen. X-Men Days of Future Past versus Deadpool and Logan versus Captain America Civil War. This is a tough one. Oof. This is a tough one. Yeah. All right. Avengers Age of Ultron versus Ant-Man. I know which way you want to go. I know which way I want to go. <laughs> I'm okay with going with Ant-Man just because I know how much you loved it. And I, like I already said, I think I just need to watch it again. Um, but I really didn't like Ultron. No, Ultron so was I'm just happy so... To let it Go by the wayside. Ultron was so disappointing, and it's a shame because actually the introduction of Vision was done very well. I thought, in terms of character and staying true to the character, I thought that was really well done. Um, Ant Man. Here's the thing: why I think everybody poo-poo's Ant Man. Ant Man was basically what allowed Thor Ragnarok to be Thor Ragnarok. Mm -hmm. They basically it was a comedy. Yeah, more or less, it was an action comedy. 
And I think everyone got kind of pissed off with it because everyone was like, oh, it's Paul Rudd and he's so smarmy and blah, blah, blah. And I think that people got like annoyed with it. But then Thor Ragnarok came out and I was just like, you know what? This is kind of what Ant-Man was. It was a ton of fun. A lot of fun, fun side characters. To me, it was disjointed. The, the reason I didn't like it is I could see the fingerprints of the different directors that have been on it. Like, there's more than one director. Started off with one, it changed. It was Edgar Wright, to begin with, who co-wrote the script. Uh-huh. And they... I can't remember if he left or they kicked him off halfway through. I think he left halfway through uh-huh. filming. Um, and he went off, and then off the back of that, he went off and did Baby Driver. Okay. Which was a lot of fun. And all the things that were good about Baby Driver was the things that were good with that man. Uh-huh. Uh, and he has this style, and he's very good at that. And then they switched it up. And would, I, for me, it just felt fingerprints of all these different people touching it. I, okay. I felt like it was... Okay. Uh, I would still pick it over Age of Ultra, I have to say. That's fair. Even though that's Whedon. And it, it almost, to me, <laughs> it almost, to me, looks like Whedon freaking tanked Age of Ultron on purpose because he was pissed off that they made it. You know, they're supposed to be the flagship. Yeah. And they made it so much more of a setup movie that it was just like, what, what are you doing here? So, all right. So we're going with Ant-Man then. Yep. All right. Ant-Man it is. All right. Next we have Thor Ragnarok, which was a substitute for The Amazing Spider-Man, which I'm pretty sure everybody would agree is a much better movie. Yeah. Uh, versus Watchmen. And this is pretty easy. Yeah, that's easy. I like Watchmen a lot. I like I like Watchmen a lot. The ending... I don't, I don't know what the hell Snyder was thinking. Like, the fact that he still is being given movies to me after that was like, all right, all you had to do was follow the comic book. You followed it faithfully all the way to the yeah, end yeah, yeah. and then changed the ending and just... At this point, he has got, like... He has got the pictures of the producers with their dicks in the mouth yeah, of well, the children. Without a doubt, yes. He's like, there has come a whole series of shit people. That, right. <laughs> there's kitty porn in his files, all yeah. sorts of stuff on other people at, like Warner Brothers. <laughs> there's no way, other way to, to explain it. It really isn't. It's, unless it's some sort of some sort of part of some sort of money laundering scheme where they're just they're just trying to get lose money. This they're like, look, come, we got all this fucking money. We just need to use it on something. Come on, so that no one suspects us. This is true. <laughs> so I yeah. So I mean, as good as Watchmen was, I think Thor Ragnarok easily goes there. Yeah. Okay. All right. Next one: uh, X Men: Days of Future Past versus Deadpool. This one's a shame. This one's a, a pretty good pick. Oh, and again, Deadpool is also like, which everyone enjoyed because it was fun and funny. Yeah. This was kind of like Ant-Man. This is what Ant-Man was. Yeah. And again, for whatever reason, everyone like poo-pooed on Ant-Man and Deadpool was great. Now, Deadpool had a whole R rating and if there was ever a role written for an actor, yeah. Deadpool for Ryan Reynolds, without a doubt, you know. So, but, you know, as good as that was. And I know it was love. It was so good if we could get Deadpool like... In an Avengers movie, it would be awesome. It would all be fantastic, and, and it's not going to happen now because I'm pretty sure the setup we're getting with the event, the Infinity Wars, if it doesn't happen in this first one, it's going to happen in the second one. But I suspect it probably happens in the first. I think Tony Stark is going. I think Tony Stark is dying. Maybe, maybe, um, or at least Downey Jr. is going. I think he's going to go. But I, those are two characters I would love to see together. I'd love to see Tony. St- I, Robert Downey Jr. is Tony Stark yes. and Deadpool in the same film. Yes. That'd be really fun. Oh yeah, absolutely. You're yeah, yeah. absolutely. Um, this is a shame because X Men: Days of Future Past kind of brought life and it's just like, oh, they're going to be good again. 
Because mm-hmm. and we've talked about this, the the Quicksilver scene in that that alone is worth watching the movie. It's <laughs> so good. It yeah. was so well done. Um, the whole Wolverine, you know, going in the past and and, and the, the going back and forth from the future to the past and all that. Um, Peter Dinklage, uh, Fastbender again, really good. Um, as good as all that was, Deadpool was just that much more entertaining. Oh yeah, it really was. Because like the silly was turned up. It was gruesome and and you know violent and all that. But you know that's the character. Yeah. It's kind of like Conan movies. They always like it was like oh they're so violent. Have you ever read a comic book? That's you know you can you can t- like this does this should have been. Uh, another TV series alongside Jessica Jones on Netflix. Yes. That's how it feels like. To me, yes. Deadpool and Jessica Jones feel like they operate in the same world. Yes. yes. And it's almost unfair in a way that Jessica Jones doesn't get a movie and Deadpool does. Yes. Because they're so similar in their like oh not my giving goodness. a fuck. Yes, no. It, a Deadpool Jessica Jones crossover would be killer. Mm. Would just be killer. It would be amazing, yes. But yeah, I think um, as good as both movies are and I really enjoyed uh, Days of Future Past, Deadpool goes on, yeah, yeah, easy. Deadpool. Yeah. All right, now this is this is a doozy. This is a tough one. Logan versus Captain America: Civil War. Civil War is technically what Avengers: Age of Ultron should have been, and I think they knew what they were doing. I feel like they went to the Russo brothers and they were like, "Whedon's a dick. He's fucking us over. He's leaving. He's got bad things to say about us." And at this point. Almost immediately after Ultron came out, Whedon went on a big tirade against Disney and the Marvel. And was like, there's a couple of press releases he went out and he had a, said he had a horrible time with them. He felt like caged into his contract and the things he had to do and didn't have freedom and everything he enjoyed in the first film went out the window in the second and he had a bad time. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I mean, we don't know the, all the info because not, all the info will never be released, right? Yeah. But I mean, to me, it seemed it seemed so stupid for Avengers to be what Avengers was, because, mm. like I said, it was a setup movie. It's like, wait a minute, no, no, no! All the individual movies are setup movies. They're supposed to have their own stories and have the characters built, but the Avengers is supposed to be that's supposed to be the franchise. I mean, that's why we're in Avengers: Infinity War. It's not, you know, yeah. uh, uh, Iron Man: Infinity War. It's Avengers: Infinity War. It's supposed to be a whole team. And then, yeah, I don't know what the hell happened or what he wanted to do and the whole thing with, with his brother and him initially running uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and that whole thing, which the first couple of seasons were actually really good. I really enjoyed them. Um, I haven't seen really anything since like season two or three and there was two actors, it was like the, the guy who plays Ian, oh, I forget his name, um, who plays the Scottish, Fitz and Simmons. I think they do just... Great work, and Greg Clark does great work, and Ming Na Wen. I mean, they're they're all good, solid actors. It's just like some of the stories start getting a little like, huh, what's what are you doing with this kind of stuff? So, um, yeah, I mean, I don't know who to blame for that. Is it is it Marvel? Is it we? What was he trying to do? I don't know. I don't know. But that's besides the point. We got we got Civil War versus Logan. So the Russo brothers did Civil War two. Mm. Civil War gets Mondo points, and I think one of the reasons why Civil War is actually more beloved than a lot of the others is because of the introduction of Spider Man. Because everyone was just super duper excited, and it was super duper exciting, quite frankly. Yeah, I, it, possibly my favorite part of Civil War 
is the fact that Spider-Man makes an introduction. They did a great job, and some of the better parts of Spider-Man Homecoming were just the rehashed point of view parts yes. from Civil War. When he yes. was on his phone doing like, hey, look at it, and use the scene from Civil War playing out in the background. <laughs> yes, like, yes, 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 yes. Yeah. I gotta go now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Under rules. Okay, gotta go now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, and it was just so well done. It was like the Winter Soldier goes to punch him and he catches a fish. Like, you got a metal arm? And then he's like, <laughs> what? <laughs> you know, like, I can punch a hole through a freaking car and this kid just caught it, you know? So... Yeah. That was really well done. The whole thing, and I love the fact that Ant Man like got to be like Giant Man, you know, in the whole thing, and it, it was it was just it was well done. It was good. It was a lot of fun. Love the introduction of Black Panther. It was almost too much, but they actually managed it very well. That's actually one of the reasons why I have really high hopes for Infinity War, because yeah. they were able to manage all of those characters really well. It's like there was almost nobody that I thought didn't get enough time, right? Mm-hmm. Because the main focus was supposed to be Cap and Iron Man, and they got the main focus. I think it's going to be do, they're going to do a great job in Infinity War because what they've done so cleverly is they've made us fall in love with all these characters individually, and yes. it's got to the point now almost where when they have their own films, it's almost a little bit too much time with these characters. Yes. That in the Infinity War, it's going to be, especially with the Guardians, we had that in the second one. Yeah. We spent almost too much time with them. Right. Because we, whereas it's going to, I I can tell already the Guardian spots in this is going to be perfect. Yes. It's going to be like right. We, there's only we have small bits. Yes. We have little skits. We have I mean, even like what they throw in the trailer with like Groot goes, "I am Groot." Oh, language guy! You know that whole <laughs> thing. Like now he's a, yeah. a, a, a petulant teenager. You know, it's like yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, but that versus Logan, which so good. Ah, uh, I mean Logan. It almost out of all of the films on it. Well, no, I, I think Dark Knight goes with that as well. I think Dark Knight and Logan almost seem like they operate in a different universe. Yes. Like they just feel like their own film. They don't feel like... Yes, no, no, right. You know, you're right. You're absolutely they right. They just feel yeah. like great, dramatic, like, films. Here, there's just a couple of parts, like... The, the, the things about Logan that bothers me is the whole, let's make a clone of Logan, mm. and then let's have Logan inject himself with this, like, super steroid. That only lasts for ten minutes. It was kind of like, really? No, because that's not how these things work. Because, you know, I, I, that, that bothered me a lot. Everything up until that point, with, I, I mean, all of it, like meeting the people along the way and they all get killed. And him, you know, fighting the disease. And, and I loved, uh, what's his name, who was Caliban, the way he went out. You know, it, all of it, like everything was just... It was almost like a post-apocalyptic tragedy, pretty much, is what it was. It was. It was, it was almost Shakespearean, the, the, the film. And I thought it was really, really good. And like you said, this movie is almost... You can almost dismiss the fact that people have superpowers. Because mm-hmm. it was like, there was just like, emotionally, you know, rejecting your past, uh, 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 confronting your past, all, all of that, that that was in there, you know. I thought the the... Storyline where they have because this was supposed to be based on the comic book in the comic book Logan actually kills all the X-Men But the, like the fact that Professor X basically got Alzheimer's and his powers went apeshit And he just started yeah. killing everybody because he got all you know, it's like that's a brilliant I'd like you know, it's like oh my god whoever thought of that brilliant. Yeah, perfect um, I think the fact that this is going to be the last time we see the Hugh These characters. Yeah, and I think Patrick Stewart. Yeah, in in this, and it's such a great send off. And also on the flip end of that, you have the director James Mangold, 
who's someone who's kind of doing the opposite trajectory. He's going to swing up. He's just someone who, the only big film he did before this was Wolverine Origins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever. Um, this is a guy that I remember people talking about when this came out. He was almost like the real hero story of this because he's a guy who's like, he's like 55. Like, he's not a young man. This is a guy who's been working his entire life as a director. Yeah. He's had like, you know, almost 30 years. Yeah, just, yeah, yeah. Just working at it, yeah. nothing big, and then finally he gets this chance. Yeah, almost late in his life as a director to be like, bang, this is my. Yeah, yeah, and this is, and it ends with Jackman and Stuart. It's like it's just it's so perfect. beautiful yeah, the way it works yeah, out, yeah. you know. So, but it's a tough pick, though. Does the number seven Logan go on, or does the number two Civil War go on? Shit, I almost want to have Logan go on. I, I want Logan to go on as well. And it's because I think Avengers almost doesn't need any help. Like You're right, right. We right, already right, have right. Avengers is up here and yep. you've got Iron Man down there and Captain America over here and yep. Guardians of Galaxy over there. Yeah, like, yeah. I, I almost want to give it to Logan. I think she gives Logan. I think that's a nice kind of potential upset for people. I think so too. I think Logan goes on. Yeah. Logan goes on. All right. So that's the Metropolis. And that's the film that won't age, I think, as well. Like in 20 years time. Yes. When effects are ridiculous. Yeah, 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 People yeah. go back at Civil War. Any effects heavy film, yeah, you yeah, go, yeah. Oh, oh, that's that a bit. Yeah. But Logan doesn't no, rely on it. A lot of it was just stunts and, and, and yeah. just putting claws through people's yeah, fucking yeah. skulls. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, so Metropolis. We have Ant-Man, Thor, Ragnarok, Deadpool, and Logan. So that's the third round determined. Avengers, Superman 78, Captain America, The Winter Soldier, Blade, The Dark Knight, Iron Man, Batman... Captain America, the First Avenger, Black Panther, Guardians of the Galaxy, Spider-Man Two, Hellboy, Ant-Man, Thor, Ragnarok, Deadpool, and Logan. There is not a single movie here that I would not watch right now. No, I I like this third round. I, I think we did well. You almost have this round. Metropolis is almost the strongest films coming out of it for me. Almost in a way. Oh my goodness, yes. Because you got Ragnarok, Deadpool, Logan. But you know what? I, oh, to me, Wakanda, I love, I, I, and Gotham. But, you know, even, there's, of the four, I would say Manhattan is the weakest right now because of the Blade and Superman 78. Yeah. I think that's the weakest one. Otherwise, I mean, Dark Knight, Iron Man, the first Avenger, Batman, that's killer. Then Black Panther, Guardians of the Galaxy, Spider-Man 2, Hellboy. It's, yeah, that's a good, yeah. That's a good one. All right. Well, let's do our food and our drinks then and and wrap this one up, shall we? Uh, we had Parisi's Deli again. We had beef empanadas from Parisi's Deli. We both of them had them. 89 South State Street, Hackensack. What did you think, my friend? I thought it was good. Uh-huh. Um, I thought, you know, if I had it maybe a little fresher, like maybe it would be a little better. Yeah. Um, we've been spoiled in a way with empanadas. We've had some good empanadas. Well, that's because that guy around the corner, uh, oh, yeah. uh, Empanada Mania, he's like on Food Network. He's so good. So. Yeah. He's, he's one of the top empanada he guys. He appears on like, the online things, I think, like Grubhub or something. Like, you can like order him online. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Oh. He's fantastic, yeah. Yeah, so for that reason, I think it was really nice, but I think um, it's not as good as, as, as that. I think I'd give it like a 3.8, I think. Okay, that's fair. Yeah. I, 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 I'm right there with you. Um, I'm used to, like I said, Empanada Mania and then the various, you know, uh, 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 what is it, uh, the uh, Little Havana, what is it? Uh, oh, Casual Casual Havana, Havana ha- Casual Havana, Cafe, yeah. you know, all these little Cuban places, Colombian places, all these great empanadas, 
We had the La Placita one with the spice. I was expecting it to be spicy, actually. Yeah. So I was like a little bit put off that it wasn't spicy because I'm expecting empanadas to be spicy. But it was very tasty. It was very flavorful. If it's a bit weird that an Italian deli is doing it. It's weird that an Italian deli would have empanadas. That's one of the reasons why I picked them up. I was like, <laughs> well, that's odd. Let me try it. You know? Yeah. But um, yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd give it a 3.7. It was nice. Um, nothing fabulous. Not bad at all. You yeah. know, if somebody said like, well, I got this to eat. Right? Yeah, perfect. I'm fine. Yeah. yeah. And what about our beer, our double bag from Long Trail Brewing Company? What do you think? Uh, it was good. Nice. It was, it was, easy to drink. It was easy to drink. Um, I'm left a little confused by it even now, like like to what it is, like to taste. I'm like, the alt beer. It? It's an odd, I guess I've not drunk enough alt beers. It's, just, yeah, it's, it's almost like they're trying to make up their mind between a really, really light porter and an IPA. Yeah. You know. That's interesting you say that because if I was if, if this was a light porter and it was a little darker, mm-hmm. I'd probably have a different opinion of it. But because I'm not sure what it is, <laughs> it's kind of maybe a little bit like oh, I don't know. <laughs> I, I'll tell you what, I'll go first. I'd give this one a three, eight. Because again, I mean, I love the way these guys like all these various brewers do it. This is really easy to drink. It doesn't feel very heavy once you yeah. drink it. And it's a 7.2 ABV. Yeah. I think that's nice. Yeah, yeah. You have two of these, you're having a good night. You know, it's 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 really nice. I, I do. So 3.8, I'm giving that one. I give it the same. I give 3.8. 3.8? That's fair. Yeah. Okay. All righty, folks. Well, that's episode 36. We got the third round determined. And I'm guessing the next episode we do, we probably like finish the whole bracket. Yeah. Because now there's, out of 64, we have 16 left. Yeah? Yeah, I think so. If not, two episodes top and we determine the best movie. It's going to be a tough one. It's going to be a tough one. I already already see from... I'm not sure about the other two, but I think I I already have two of the final four picked out. Uh, Yes. And I'm thinking whoever comes out of the left bracket takes it all. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking. Because, quite frankly, I don't see anything else really. I, I see it being sort of close, but not enough to overpower it. No. No, I, no. Uh, yeah. You know? Yeah. No, I think you're right. I think maybe you're right. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, folks. Well, that's us. Uh, thanks for listening. Tune in next time. And so as we come to the close on our What's Going On Here Best Tournament to, de- to, to Determine... The best superhero movie out there. Indeed. All right, folks. Have a good one. Bye.